be here in Jesus' name. And I'm glad my brother Laverne's here with his wife and boy and uh, the other visitors that are here. We're glad you're here. And I hope you can worship here. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about it years ago. Uh, Laverne had a conversation with me one time, and he encouraged me to make a right choice in life. And, uh, yeah, I just want to bless him for that. We need to encourage people. And I also remember his wife one time when I was leaving, leaving their place in the garage, she encouraged me to stay faithful. And so that means a lot. And uh, I just want to bless them for that. Today, I want to look at division or dividing is kind of, I wasn't sure what to call it, to call it, um, or uh, contention maybe could fit in there. And the definition, the act of separating or contentions or bad feelings. And there's a lot of different divisions happened in the Bible. And uh, a lot of them didn't really matter. They was good at the, uh, at creation in Genesis, God divided the day and night, light from darkness. He divided the waters, and He parted or divided the Red Sea for the, His children when uh, coming out of Egypt, and then again across in the Jordan River into the Promised Land, He divided the waters. Uh, the children of Israel were later given land, and it was divided out of the different tribes. Uh, this is as they was given the promised land it was divided the land was divided amongst them 2 Timothy 2 verse 15 says study to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth so dividing or division can be a good thing uh, we if we have food, if we have an apple or a pear or a tater or something, and it's got a bad spot in it, we separate that. We, we divide the good from the bad. But what about divisions in the church? Is that a good thing? Let's read 1 Corinthians 1, verse 10. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. And this is Paul calling the church to be unified. There was some contentions, and Paul was concerned about it. Uh, I also, we'll read 1 Corinthians 3, verse... <coughs> Verse 3, chapter 3, verse 3. 
And here Paul condemns division in the church. It says, For ye are yet carnal, for whereas there is among you envy and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal and walk as men? And uh, I remembered, I, had, I looked it up to get exactly what it said, but I remembered years ago it really stood out to me. In our church agreement that we have here, it says that we will pursue and promote love and goodwill in the brotherhood. And then it gives uh, a couple references. Ephesians 4, verse 3 Ephesians 4 verse 3 says, Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. And then Philippians 2 verse 2. Fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded in having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. And... It's like two lines of it in our in our agreement. It says the next place or the the next section down. It says ill will must be banished as the work of the enemy. And then the references on that is Matthew 18 verse 5 and Hebrews 10 24. And uh, so I and I like that because ill will and uh, division is not good. Um, I'll read Mark. 3 Mark 3 verses 24 and 25 And if a kingdom be divided against itself that kingdom cannot stand and if a house be divided against itself that house cannot stand and also Luke 11, verse 17. But he, knowing their thoughts, said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and a house divided against itself, divided against a house, falleth. I don't believe from what we see here that a church can bring glory to God if they are not unified and have division. If we're not unified and have contention in our churches, we have nothing to offer the world because in the world there is no unity. They are not used to unity. And if they come to church and they find disunity and contention there, there's nothing there to offer them. John 10, verse 16. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. 
And this was Jesus unifying the Jews and the Gentiles. And another place it tells us this is in 1 Corinthians 12, 13. And uh, so, yeah, so thinking back about our church agreement, it hits a little close home. It's pretty easy to just say a little something about somebody that is actually ill will. And it's, it is a, maybe you don't say that much, but you spread a little bit of ill will. And, uh, and if you're not careful, you're going to have a whole lot of it. And, you know, we're looking at starting an outreach and going through that process. If we're not unified and if we have contention and we're disunified in this effort, will, will it work? Will it bring glory to God like what he would? Will God's light shine how we would like it to? I don't think it will. So what got me to thinking about divisions in, uh, this is going to feel like a switch here for a little bit. So in, at Jesus' birth, Jesus came to earth, Luke 2, verse 11. I'll read, I'll read that, 2, 11. Luke 2, verse 11 to 14. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And then as far as Jesus' work on earth, Luke 4, uh, Luke 4, verse 18 and 19 Luke 4, 18 and 19. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. So Jesus came to earth and we know of him as bringing peace and healing and uh, goodwill to men. But what about Matthew 10? Let's read Matthew 10, verse 34. And this is, and this is why, what made me think of this. Matthew 10, 34. I'll read verse 34 to 39. And this is Jesus speaking. This, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother may more than me, he that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. And also Luke 12. Luke 12, 
Luke 12, verse 49 to 53. And this is Jesus speaking again. I am come to send fire on the earth, and what will I if, I be al if it be already kindled? But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how am I straight until it be accomplished? Suppose ye that I am come to give peace on earth? I tell you, nay, but rather division. For from henceforth there shall be five in one house divided, three against two, and two against three. The father shall be divided against the son, and the son against the father, the mother against the daughter, and the daughter against the mother, the mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. So what happened to this Jesus that brought joy and peace to man and healed people of sickness and disease? What did Jesus mean when he said this? After he had done all the miracles and he was, he was what he said he was, what, what had changed? What did he mean by this? Was he canceling out everything he had just done and said? Let's read First uh, Corinthians two, First Corinthians two, verse fourteen. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him; neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So the natural man without God does not have God's spirit. And what God's people do to them is foolishness. So we know that some people choose to follow God and some people choose not to follow God and have His spirit in their lives. And people that do this, when, when you have the good and the bad, Yes, God wants us to live at peace. God wants us to get along the best we can. He doesn't take that away. But there will be division. There will be a dividing of right and wrong. Um, in John 6, we'll read John 6, verse 66 and 67. John 6, 66. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? So Jesus' message to these people, he had lots of disciples following him. And his message to them caused division. They wasn't willing to stay with him. They didn't want to do what his message was. And they left him. And they... There was a division there. They went away. And he asked his, the twelve, are you going to go away too? Um, so what Jesus is saying in Matthew 10, 34, and Luke 12, 51, when this happens, and sometimes it happens in our own families, people choose not to obey God. 
and there is a division there and there is contention there um, when I was 18 making wrong choices dad told me that if I was going to live like that or make them choices then I was going to have to find a different place to live and he felt that this division was needed because you know it was his house and so there's going to be division when you have that you can't you can't mix um, that's the reason that the Bible tells us that an unbeliever and a believer shouldn't marry it doesn't work good there's there's enough stuff to figure out without working through that but by when dad told me that it actually I felt that it helped me look at look at my decisions more seriously and I'm glad this morning that I never did move out um, and that was that was because of that I feel that it, it was a it was a help in that way too the Bible tells us in Matthew 7 there are two ways in life one is a wide gate that leads to destruction and one is a straight and narrow that leads to life and I remember I don't know how long ago it's been maybe Joe remembers six eight months maybe a year he preached about the narrow way and I, I hope I never forget something he said and that is that we're not going to meander down the narrow way it takes intentional living and so at this fork in the road if you want to call it that where people are intentional and people are choosing the narrow way and ones that are careless and going Broadway at this fort there is going to be contention there because there has to be a division there has to be a separation so as a church let's be unified let's stay unified division and conflict are not a part of God's plan for the church and as we live for God and conflicts come from those that make choices against God God's peace and joy is still is still there it can still be there with us he's still our healer even as we face the conflict um, I'd like to read Luke 6 22 and 23 it says blessed are ye when men shall hate you and when ye sh they shall separate you from their company and shall reproach you and cast out your name as evil for the son of man's sake rejoice ye in that day and leap for joy for behold your reward is great in heaven, for in the like manner did their fathers unto the prophets. And the last thought I would like to leave with you here in closing, in Matthew 25, verse 32, it tells us that at the, day, at the last day, at the day of judgment, that God will separate as a... As a shepherd does the sheep from the goats, God will separate. There will be a division there that day, and the goats and the sheep will be separated. 
And uh, so that's what I would like to leave with you. I hope you can make sense of it. I had a hard time getting it to try to put my thoughts together. So I hope it was a blessing to you. And uh, that's all I have. Why don't we stand for closing?